The Fellowship of the Real is going live starting February 18th. The podcast will still be the polished, shiny, beautiful thing it is, but if you want to see the ugly side, the unedited side, the we'll-fix-it-in-the-mix side, then tune in February 18th at 10 a.m. U.S. Central Standard Time, or thereabouts. You can ask questions and leave comments during the show, and we will do our level best to respond. This time, we will be reviewing Hot Fuzz and Blade Runner The Final Cut. Yep, that's right. Tuning in live allows you to get a review weeks before it comes out. Did I mention it will be ugly, unedited, and that we'll have to fix it in the mix? See us there. Facebook.com, Fellowship of the Real. At this point in the movie, I'm like, okay, well, here's, here's what you should have done. And I'm thinking... Yeah, right. It's one of my favorite openings ever. And I've watched that alternate ending, and it is garbage. It doesn't go where you think it's going to go. There's a monster. I am I'm ready for it to be over. Well, but I, I'm not sure I can even fully explain why I love this movie so much. I had some issues with the scene. Oh, uh, my feelings on it have not changed. I fell asleep until the screaming. This is actually where I started enjoying the movie. This is one of my favorite scenes in all of cinema. I thought that should have been cut completely. Oh! Well, I'm sure it's artistic and you just don't get it. Okay, here we are. Fellowship of the Real, Four Friends, and a movie. Uh, we are going to roll right into this. Uh, Sherry will start off with her... I guess we're settling on Sherry's queries. Is that what we're calling it? Sherry's quotes. Sherry's queries. It kind of rhymes. She she can name it. Yeah, yeah you I have, should, it. You I can have it. it. Yeah, all right. I just was going to say... Who said that? Who said that? <laughs> okay. Well, who said that? <laughs> all right. Well, this is who said that. Or well, actually, I don't ask who said it, but <clears throat> what movie? Yeah. Well, either way. Okay. Here we are. Cherry's. Wait whatever. a minute. What movie are we doing today? Uh, we're gonna start off with uh, Throw Mama. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So you ready? Yeah. All right, Sherry. Okay, the first one I have is, I, I hear this all the time and didn't really understand it until I looked into it, but anyway. All right, who said or what movie did Hold On To Your Butts come from? Dress Park. Park. Yep. Sam Jackson. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, I was struggling. I I I might have got there eventually, but I, I was... No, I, it was actually a 1986 movie starring uh, Rudger Hauer and a guy that said... Hold on to your butts. That's what she was referencing, not Sam Jackson and the... Probably, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I was referencing <laughs> yeah, Samuel absolutely. L. Jackson, but I, I didn't know if it came from somewhere else. But that's what, who I be. who I hear it quote, and I didn't realize I'm stupid. I didn't realize he was talking about your cigarettes. Well, I, I, that's what I was about to say. I was, I might have always assumed that he was talking about your butt, you know, like, yeah. you know, hold on, you know, but... Yeah, like, like you know, put your, like yeah, exactly. Yeah, put your knees put your head, between your, yeah. yeah, put your head between. But he's talking yeah. about put your head between your knees. That's yeah. it. Yeah, but, but he's, he's talking about your cigarette, cigarette butts. Okay, so right. it could have he could be quoting someone else because <laughs> I don't know that that was written for the movie. No, it was, but I, I don't know. Someone had heard it anyway. All right, that's funny because I, I say that one link all the time. Oh yeah, like nobody. Like smokes in my family, but so I'm definitely referring to like your your <laughs> butt, like yeah, no, right. like get on the gas, hold on, you're like pulling out quick, or something. I'll say hold on your butts after I do it. Just I don't there know. you go. See, I wasn't even aware that I, I guess say it so much until 
just now thinking about it. You have to say it like he does. Yeah. Hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> well, cigarette gotta, dangling out yeah, of your mouth. Yeah, that's what I was thinking with that cigarette hanging out. <laughs> okay. All right. The next one, and this is the one I, I, I wasn't sure where it came from, or you can tell me what character probably. But anyway, it's go ahead, make my day. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I'm sorry, Harry. But what's the name of the movie? It's Magnum be, Force. Might, is it Magnum Force or the Enforcer? It might be the Enforcer. It said... What's the second one? What's the second one? The Magnum Force is the second one. It's that one. Oh, it said Sudden Impact. What? Like the fourth one, I think. Sudden Go Impact? Ahead. Do you feel lucky is the first yeah, one? Yeah, because Magnum Force is a man's got to know his limitations. Okay, yeah, there you go. Dirty right. Harry's Make My Day. Just, I thought it was the second one, yeah. Oh, so yeah. he has one for every movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh. yeah. Magnum Force is, is man's got to know his limitations. Th- this is me trying to redeem myself. Dirty Harry is Make My Day. The third one was Sudden Impact or The Enforcer. The third one might be The Enforcer. It's which it's I- Sudden Impact was the movie that I read. What movie says Make My Day? Well, that's Sudden Impact. Go ahead, Make My Day. No, 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 no. It's a catchphrase from the 1983 film Sudden Impact. Spoke by a oh, character. I'm also very Callahan. Do you feel lucky, lucky punk? punk yeah. is the, God. Uh, we, that our fires I didn't this realize. This show's canceled. <laughs> I didn't realize that it was only five. Ah, no, I, I knew there were several, and I was like, okay, well, which one is go ahead and make my day? So what is the official order? Sturdy Harry, Magnum Force. Oh, I didn't pull The Enforcer, up. Sudden Impact, and Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But it's all the same character? Yeah, Dirty, Dirty Harry Callahan. Dirty, Dirty Harry yeah. Callahan. Yeah. He hates what? everybody. Okay. And Deadpool is the only one where Deadpool doesn't make an appearance. That's the only Deadpool in the franchise. All right, this is right. what... Sure. Is no, this, he does not, not, but Jim Carrey does. Yeah, so Jim Carrey is that. To a Guns N' Roses song, uh, well, Welcome to the Jungle, when that was big or whatever. This is what is da- Dirty Harry's famous line. is: did he fire six shots or only five? And all well, the confusion. To tell you the truth. And all this excitement, I kind of lost track of myself. myself yeah. So you got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you punk? Yeah. Yeah, okay. so... Uh, See? I'm sorry. Well... Gotcha. <laughs> Damn. I'm so embarrassed. On right a technicality, now. I guess. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, but look, but it, like, and if it was Star Wars, like, I, and he said Star Wars in the quotes action from Empire, I'd be like, oh, you missed it. So, there you it was go. Harry Potter. Yeah. The, yeah, exactly. The yeah. So, the right yeah, series, no, we'll but wrong days. movie. Yeah. Well, that's why if I did say this is who said that, yeah, yeah, well, no. you would have gotten into completely so to stump right. Philip. Pick a quote from a 40-year-old franchise. Well, Make My Day is probably the most famous, and so that's why I was like, oh, Dirty Harry. It is Dirty Harry. Yeah. yeah. but I was thinking it was the first two. Yeah, but uh, do I feel lucky? Uh, I didn't know there were four. There's, there's five, I think. <laughs> no, I didn't. Right? I, I have Dirty, no idea. I, I don't think Harry, I've seen any. Magnum Force. I thought Dipple was the Enforcer. Which, which is the one with the uh, the monkey? Uh. <laughs> India Truck Driver? Oh, yeah. that's... That, uh, uh, any which way you can and any which way but lose. Yeah. Left turn. Almighty. Left turn, Clyde. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eastwood is either 100% or that's just Whoa, pretend. Hey, that. hey. Like, those are a lot of fun movies. Uh, I haven't seen them in a long time. Well, you, you like it because it's it's a underground uh, fist fighting ring. <laughs> Shots fired, man. Shots fired. Bare Damn. knuckle brawl. That was passive aggressive as hell. <laughs> and an orangutan. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. loving. Uh, that's Left turn, Clyde. Boom. Yeah, yeah, that's one exactly. of my favorite stories to tell about Chris is he came to me one time. He goes, what do you think about an underground knife fighting yeah, ring? And right. I'm like... Wouldn't all knife fighting be underground? <laughs> yeah, no. It's, uh, <laughs> welcome to ESPN, where uh, someone's going to die. <laughs> we'll talk about it. I say that all the time, too. I say left turn clock all the time. Anyway. All right. The last one. 
and it kind of has a relation. I mean, it has a a tie-in sort of to this movie that we're talking about. Little Mama. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's one character. All right. That it may tie into. Okay. You ready? Yeah. These go to eleven. Oh, this is Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. Yeah. Okay. I hear that all the time. I, I heard it. Yeah. I heard it at our meeting uh, the other down. night, and I'm sitting there going, "Do any of these people really know what that comes from?" Because Probably I would not. have never known what it came from, except I what, except that I watched the movie. Yeah, but I hear it. You hear the sustain. I hear Where? it all, all the time. Yeah, yeah. But it was one of the funniest lines in that movie to yeah. me. Oh, should I put? The more on it because it was like last time was Clint, um, Clint Eastwood, Dirty Harry, the movie. Yeah. So this was Spinal Tap, Nigel Tufnell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the character that said it, and he's talking to the director about his amplifier. Yeah. There you go. This well, one why don't you just 10. make 10 the most? No, this one goes to 11. That, that's <laughs> exactly where he says these go to 11. Yeah. No, okay. don't, don't touch it. Don't, well, I wasn't. You don't. Don't touch it. <laughs> okay. So how does that tie into today's? How that? How does that quote? Yeah, it's Billy Crystal. Well, Billy Crystal was the well, waiter. Well, uh, no. Dana Carvey. Rob, what's his name is in this as, uh, yeah, as Rob, Billy Crystal's agent. Right. Well, hang on, I was going yeah, somewhere. Reiner. Yeah. yeah, Rob Reiner. Yeah, okay. so Rob Reiner directed Spinal Tap. Yes. Billy Crystal was in Spinal Tap. Oh, he was. Was, he? The, was the mime waiters? Yes. Him oh, and well, Dana forgot. Carvey was the other waiter. I did not know Dana Carvey. Oh, see, I didn't even realize that. I just, when I was watching last night and I saw Rob Reiner and I thought, oh. You want to get nerdy? Let's get nerdy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I had no idea that Dana Carvey was in that. And Uh I completely forgot about Billy Crystal. Uh, Dana Carvey's also in the first Halloween, I believe. He's one of the deputies. Like one of his very, very first roles. Like like the original Halloween? Yeah. Really? Uh Wow. I'd have to go back and look. He's just a deputy. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Like all, and and I know Dana Carvey's done... Lots of things, but I guess I always see him as the Garth. The man's in, in his head. mid to late 60s. I always see him as Garth. So, like, as soon as you said that, I saw Garth, like, in Halloween, you know, like, you <laughs> know, <laughs> if he just, like, keeps killing me, well, I'm just going to, I'm yeah. going to better, you know, that's what I could hear in my head is Garth, like, getting ramped up about all these murders. <laughs> uh, that was a horrible Garth impression, but y'all got the idea. <laughs> sure. All right, well, I... Or did we? I'm, uh... A little chagrined about the Dirty Harry thing. I, we, I knew the quotes, but I completely you didn't you make rocked him. <laughs> I did not feel lucky. Sherry has rocked Philip. Oh, my God. <laughs> he is sweating. Can I, He's in a panic. <sighs> I don't know why I should even go on. <laughs> All right. Sherry's like, did Phil miss four or five? I don't know. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. This Jeez. is James, your new host. Yeah, right. Uh Gonna be running the board, so if everybody's turned down, don't worry about it. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go cut your grandmother's grass or whatever. Hey, that would be appreciated. Yeah. All right, Jerry, that was a that was a slaughter. All right, you're welcome. Sure. Okay, this is uh, my no. This is Sherry's pick. Yeah. Yes. Throw mama. Yes. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Sherry would have picked the other one. That doesn't no, sound no, like agreed. But like when we. We started watching this. I told the wife it was your pick. And then, I don't know, somewhere in there, I was like, no, wait a minute. No, no, no. This, no. Is, this is Sherry's pick. This, this is movie Phil's. reminds me of Philip 100% of the time. The creepy Danny DeVito? For sure. No. Just, <laughs> and sure. he's going to say it. I'm just going to say no. it first before he gets to it is a writer writes always. Oh, yeah, oh, no. Yeah, that's yeah. what I, that's, That is what he says just in life. That is his 
to me that it I've oh yeah no I love that a phrase that uh, I could apply to Phil that's that's it yeah no I say that constantly all right well it's it's a that bit- and I have a headache behind my eye right <laughs> I have a headache in my eye <laughs> yeah. I I was trying to think of a, a movie <clears throat> to pick and I had thought about this last year but when I was sitting at my computer um, one day at work and it tells the weather and it said humid. No. I said, I know exactly what movie I'm yeah. picking. Nice. Night with Sartre. <laughs> I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill the bitch. Get you anything? Yeah, get me a chunky. <laughs> and yes, because Philip likes this and we, we do watch it. Yeah. All right. Uh, so let's, uh, we're doing Money Craig's fans. Let's get into that. All right. Uh, I don't see any papers in front of you today, so you don't have, I'll do the Money Craig's unless you have something to add. No. Okay, cool. Uh, throw mama from the train. I was very surprised by these numbers. Critics, critics liked it okay, sixty four percent. And I I looked at Roger Ebert's review, uh, and he thought it did not live up to its potential. And he I think he gave it like two stars or whatever. Uh, he thought it wasn't nasty enough. Like it was trying to be a dark comedy, but he didn't think it went dark enough. Uh, I, you know, maybe. Uh, but uh, critics have sixty four percent, three and a half stars or above. And this really surprised me, especially when we talk about the box office here in a second. 54% of the audience, which to me is way low, gave it three and a half stars or above over the course uh, of its life so far. Uh, this movie came out in 1987. So I thought those audience scores should have been higher. And this, But this is Rotten Tomato scores, right? Yes. Yeah, so I always feel like, and I've said this before, I think, like I always, I wonder, and I feel like they had, because Rotten Tomatoes was not around in 1987. Right. So these are all people going back and watching these reviews, right? Yes. Came, they're way after the fact. So yes. some movies hold up, some movies don't. I think some movies even, you know, like I don't, I'm not sure everybody can appreciate going back and watching a movie and letting, you know, when it was made. Right. Um, like not have an impact on you. Um, right. And just trying to view it as a good story or a movie. Yeah. So I just I always think about that. Anytime we talk about an older movie and the, the scores, I always wonder how much that like, yeah. would the scores have been the same if Rotten Tomatoes, you know, you know what I mean? Yes. Was, was around in 87. Um, now, that being said, the box office belies those numbers because it had an estimated <clears throat> budget of $14 million, which, in, you know, it's not a lot. Um, I don't know how big David, uh, Billy Crystal was at the time. About 13. You know. 13 million of that 14, I bet. What do you think? Yeah. No, I'm joking. Uh, I know he had done... This is before City Slickers. Is it before City Slickers? And yeah, what was that, that was, movie with uh, where he played a cop with um, Running Scared? Running Scared. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Know, I don't know when he. Uh, was it? I Gregory, tried to watch that. Not Gregory too long Hines. Ago. Yeah, Gregory Hines. That was before this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to look. So I didn't this know. I don't. After, oh shit, I don't know. I'd have. We'd have to look now. But I felt like it's after Harry Met Sally, but before City Slickers. Okay. Well, yeah. Let we me can, see. I'm looking it up. There you go. Now. Yeah. Look. If you can look that up. So, fourteen million dollars now. Uh. It was never released worldwide, only domestic, which I guess I can understand that. 100% domestic release. Uh, 57, almost $58 million on a 14. So uh, anyway, 57 million, sorry, uh, on a 14 million budget, 7 million of that was the first weekend. So it made its money many, many times over. It was considered, it had to be considered a, a smash. Yeah, this Throw Mama from the Train was after Princess Bride. That was in 87. After Running Scared, that was in 86. Yeah. 
And then Harry Met Sally, 89, City Slickers, 91. Yeah. So he was... He was on the rise. Yeah, that was was early. So on on Harry Met Sally, it was after that. Okay. Yeah. Spinal Tap. But yeah, you can tell he was on the rise, just how he looks, and just, yeah, the... Yeah, no, I I like Crystal in this. Yeah. Yeah, I've... So in the past, I don't know, month or so, we've watched Harry Met Sally and all these Billy Crystal movies, and I've totally forgot. Billy Crystal's awesome. He makes me laugh. He makes me enjoy these oh, movies. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But he's never been like, hey, let's watch a Billy Crystal movie. Right. Yeah. It's right. so strange. Yeah. But he's and awesome. I don't know that I'd ever want to meet him in person. Probably not. Uh, the the, you have the a vibe I get your, and the press I get about Billy Crystal is arrogant, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And, Same and, thing with Bill Murray, yeah? Maybe. Uh, I, don't, yeah, I don't know so much about... I don't, yeah, but... That's the vibe I get. Yeah, know, stuff I've heard uh, from Bill, about Bill yeah, Murray. So uh, I won't run down. Definitely Chevy Chase. Oh well, yeah, for sure. Yeah, just don't meet your heroes. Yeah, you don't want to meet your heroes. And yeah. but I really like pretty much everything that Billy Crystal's in. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. So like, um, and I think I do this every time, and I guess it's just part of the the, the podcast. But so Late did not watch these movies with me, but he did come in on part of it. Um, I guess I force moments on him. If he's not going to watch the whole thing, I'll pause it and say, Late, and, and more force him to come to the hall and come yeah. look at whatever I'm, you know. And he, I guess, humors me on it. But on this, there was a scene. It was the <laughs> it was the coin collection scene. But anyhow, um, Late knows Danny DeVito. Um, yeah. He's seen twins, and he knows him uh, from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. He did not know really Billy Crystal. Like he didn't he didn't know who he was. So I was yeah. like, close your eyes and listen to him for a minute. And that wasn't the best scene for him to get what oh, I was getting okay. at. But like eventually he got it. Oh, that's Mike Wazowski from fucking Monsters Inc. Oh, so, yeah. so interesting, like the the disconnect from yeah. you know, the you know, the other generations, like what what they remember people for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Like no, it's weird. Yeah. Um so so you know, talking you know, talking about the life of it and then rotten tomatoes, but it made seven million this first weekend, and what was the total? 50, uh, 58, 57, nine. So essentially, fifty-eight million dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, so I mean, it stayed in the theaters for a while and kept climbing. Because yeah. nowadays, like you got to make your money in that half your fucking budget opening weekend, or you're going to be out. You know? Yes. So yeah, they probably let movies run a little bit longer back then. But yeah, it made seven million. So yeah, half its budget, and then kept going. Yeah, uh, but I, I, I. This is talking about cover movies. This I could watch this movie anytime. So that that I think those scores are I don't know. Uh that you got some? No, I was gonna ask, do you want me to read the this uh, the blurb? Yeah, read the blurb. So that's money critics, fans. Um I think the critics and fans scores I can maybe understand the critics. The fans I would have liked to have seen that higher, but it it what, four or five times its budget in the in the theater, so I don't know how you complain about that. All right, Cher, you got the synopsis? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Larry, who played who is played by Billy Crystal, an author with a cruel ex-wife, Margaret. Kate, how do you say her last name? Mulgrew? Mulgrew. Mul- yeah. Uh, Kate Mulgrew. Yeah, she's... Um, Captain Janeway. Janeway. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. That's... Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, he teaches a writing workshop where Owen, played by Danny DeVito, one of his students is fed up with domineering mother, Anne Ramsey... Uh, when Owen watches a hit, Hitchcock classic that seems to mirror his own life, he decides to put the movie plot into action and offers to kill Margaret if Larry pr- uh, promises to murder his mom. Before Larry gets a chance to react to the plan, it seems that Owen has already sealed Margaret's fate. Yeah. All right. So, uh, and and uh, Ebert had acknowledges and, and says where some movies will 
allude to the source material, Danny DeVito actually shows him in the theater watching the right. scene from uh, from. Uh, well, with some strange, creative, strange uh, with yeah, some creative license, yeah, because yeah. he you know cuts it back and forth out of order and sure. you know what I mean, yeah, strangers on a train, yeah, that's yeah. True. but yeah, show strangers on a train. So this was Danny DeVito. He directed this. Was this one of his first ones that he directed? I wonder. Eighty seven, because uh, better, uh, better roses. War of the, War roses. the roses. Did he direct that? Yeah, he directed yeah. War of the Roses. That was later. I feel like I'd have he to was in up. a movie called Drowning Mona. I don't know if he directed that. That's a good movie. That's kind of a dark. Throw Mama from the Train was eighty seven. Uh, this would have been his first theatrical movie. He had a few TV movies and really, TV this is his first theatrical. Yeah, this is uh, Throw Mama from the Train, 87, was, uh, 89, taxi. War of Roses, he was Hoffa, what? Matilda. He just went on. He played a sheriff on Drowning Mona, yeah. Because yeah. Uh, he, he, I remember him from Taxi, the yeah, yeah, yeah. long time ago. He directed TV series, uh, a few episodes of Taxi, Likely Stories, Volume 2, Volume 4, yeah. TV movies. And then, so this is his first the edge one, yeah, before. So that's, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. He's, of course, in uh, Romancing the Stone. I love him in Romancing the Stone. And All right. Of course, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> but he's just a character. He doesn't write on that show. He doesn't do anything but show up and say lines. Really? Yeah. That's all he does for that show. Yeah, he's Frank. Just, he just has fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, anything else on Money Critics fans? Uh, it made us money, man. And Yeah. But, you know, critics and fans, at least initially. Yeah, but I would like to have seeing what they said, you know, when it opened, because that's that's a lot of people going to the movies, you know. Yeah. 57 million plus, you know, tickets were probably five bucks back then or something. I don't know. Man, back when you could take a family of four out on the night on the town for 50 bucks. Yeah, uh, you know, absolutely. All right, we ready for the beats? Yeah. Let's get into it. And there you are. All right, uh... Opening image, the image that I have, a well, right, a writer blocked. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, did we want to do genre? I think we kind of forget it sometimes. Um, I remember later. So did we, we want to start? Do. Yeah. yeah. So did we want to start making that, like, try to make that the, the first one? Or And I'm good with the free flow. Sometimes we do it, sometimes we don't. Like, not trying to set rules. No, or no, no. I, I always forget. And then go back and either try to remember it. trying or, to put it at the top of my notes before I get into the beat. So I'll try to remember. Yeah, but. I have it, at the, like, at the very end, which is probably where I thought of it. Okay, so yeah. Do not care. We can do it now or no, no, no. Let's do it now. Um, what what did you have? I have maybe one or two. Yeah. So my initial instinct was do with the problem, but I think I've switched to buddy love. Yeah, that's exactly. I had do with the problem question mark, and then right below that I said buddy love. Yeah. Does it matter, or do I get points if I say the exact same thing? Yeah. Because I think that's what I was like. Is this a buddy? Uh, I'm sorry, a dude with a problem. Or Buddy Love, so well, I'm learning something. Look at you, Thank James. You. Look at you. Yeah, man. I haven't read one book. I was about to say, so you're... you're not one lesson. 100%. Just Self-taught. Not one lesson. One movie. <laughs> it's Wedding Singer. Wedding um, Singer. No, it's, Steve Buscemi. It's uh, Ferris Bueller. Dang it. What? Philip, no, that well, was on my list to ask. You are this, right. This you week? are right. No. You're right. Uh, oh. It's Ferris when oh. he's, play, he's playing James the clarinet. James and I are both that's right. so, one lesson. Sorry, yeah. James and I are thinking so if you don't no quit. lessons. Yeah. That's yeah. what he's saying. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. See how a quote now, can now, be. Yeah. We're, we're getting off track. And James, I am sensitive to time, so I'm going to make this quick. We were watching Caddyshack. And, I, you know, there was a lot of uh, back and forth on Caddyshack because some were improv comedians and some were like uh, Dangerfield had a big problem with improv, I think. He he didn't like, you know. He, yeah, because he already wrote all his jokes. I guess. Yes, yeah. But. I don't know what where side of the camp Chevy Chase falls on, but I was a little disappointed because in that movie, 
someone asks him how he's doing and he says, oh, I feel like a hundred bucks. And at that point, I'm like, oh, man, come on, because that's such a great throwaway line, except I heard it in Fletch. He says the exact same thing. You know, you look terrible. I feel like a hundred bucks. So, like, that means he's not great on the fly, because reuse a line. Come on. Yeah, he can be. I mean, I don't want to meet him in person, but he might be very quick, or he might rely on old standby. Yeah, I I, I was, I I knew when I heard that, I was like, oh, I was disappointed. Mm. That that he reused that line years later in Fletch or whatever. Anyway, sure. Um, so, but yeah, I'm I'm absorbing all this through osmosis, essentially. Yeah, you haven't like, read any of Catboy's books, and you're not doing any of your own research, like right. looking I'm up the yeah, like copying how you guys kind well, of do. I'm learning cool. with the audience, I guess I'd say. All right. Well, this, I didn't it's know just how much um, research you were doing or not no, doing. That's cool. Not really. It's just a uh, it's a way into the story. That's I just find it a simple way into the story. There are others, uh, you know, other systems, hundreds of other systems, or you could be what they, you know, call a, a pantser or a plotter, uh, right. where you just, and, and we're going to get into this with the opening scene, uh, you know, how you come up with a story, how you break a story. Um, but I just think like, I mean, it's it's very hard to me, I think, to find a movie that you can't crack with. With, no, no, know, absolutely. I think I think there's ten different genres in his beats. I mean, yes, yes, and maybe like as we've discovered, not every movie adheres to the beats, and uh, some were even written before he published his beats. Yes. But it's, um, yeah, I just think it's the best way to kind of analyze and crack a story, whether you're writing it or you know reviewing it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, this could have helped Billy Crystal out, Mister Donner, Larry Donner could have helped him out quite a lot because I have I love this movie, but it is the typical way to represent a writer and how he writes, and and sure. No writer writes like this. No, you're not a writer if that's how you're writing. Yeah. Oh, you uh, just stare at a blank page yes, and yeah. wait for it to well, come that to you. And just even like to start it, the night was like he had no fucking idea what the rest of it was. Like why get hung up on the one word, right? Humid or moist or whatever well, he, the fuck you're going to write and then move on to whatever he, was supposed to be happening in the scene, right? He I mean, didn't even, even know. Did, that's what I'm saying. Even if you didn't have it like plotted out, right? If he's a pantser and not a plotter, yes. he still had, he sat down with some, some idea, a yes. character or a scene mm-hmm. and all, and he couldn't get past three words. Like, and, but, on. but. People see these movies and they think, well, that's how writing is done. Yeah, and, and it, I get it, it visually got to show not. it, but yeah, no, it's uh, it was annoying. I was annoyed like right away. Yeah, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm I'm sitting there screaming at him. Pick a theme, find a character, and put him in a situation. Right, Go, you, it's not that hard, right. you know. Right. Anyway, so and he is completely blocked now. His block has a lot to do with his ex-wife and the sure. absolute animosity he has for her. Yes, sure. you had something. No, I was just going to apologize. I know it is really a dated film because he is using a, a typewriter yeah. and paper and uh, wasting paper. And yeah. so, and then of course, later on the um, um, phone booths, you know, that sure. kind of thing. You don't see that. So, I mean, I know that dates the movie, but. Well, yeah, but I, I, I still, I still dig the whole phone booth. Uh, shuffling that yeah no, it's good i like it uh yeah so and even the the paper um, it's just it was the times and then to show all of the crumpled up pieces of paper yes. you know what i mean mm-hmm. just how much he's you know it's a visual for you know how frustrated he is and yeah know, and sucking and, yeah you don't see a wastebasket full of crumpled paper when you have a laptop right? yeah a i, I don't know that i could have been or done any writing on a typewriter uh, you've never written on a typewriter no okay no. No, absolutely. like that word processor. Yeah. Type no, thing. I have, and it sucks because when you mess up, you know what I mean. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, we had you're halfway out. through a sentence, and you think of a better phrasing, you just delete, delete. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah right. No way. Uh-uh. But yeah. I love the the clicking of the keys and just the the way it sounds. Yeah, and having to load your paper. Like I love the uh, I guess the rawness of it. Is really well, cool. you can buy keyboards now like that. They click. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just think it's true. 
All right, so if you were, yeah, so that's the opening image of Billy Crystal. Now, we talked about Buddy Love. As we get into these beats, I think it's a two-hander. Yeah. Anyway. And yeah, we'll, so Owens, I had a note, I guess, about his opening image. It's, you know, abusive mother, with, and he's got those murderous thoughts. So, like, they yes. introduce that, like, right away. They're both, uh, yeah, and I, yes. So they, they, they are both blocked as a writer. I think Owen is blocked with a physical block, his mother, and and yeah. Larry Donner, Larry, has a severe emotional mental block. Anything about that because he is he doesn't have a problem writing. <laughs> yeah, and he's producing more than Larry does. But it, yeah, but the, the mom is very. Who are you writing to? You're writing a letter. You know, it keeps interrupting. Um, the constant yeah, it keeps interrupting him, outside, yeah. whereas Donner is he can't because it's just so much destroyed inside. Which you know, I just don't thought about like because we were we were just discussing being you know how that writer's block is not really depicted you know true to you know being a writer yeah. right. But trying to write and someone interrupting you and having murderous thoughts about killing that fucking person, that is definitely true. Like, leave me the fuck alone while I'm writing. Sure. You know? so, no, no, absolutely. But I mean, I've got a sign that essentially says that, you know. So, okay. Right. So, for instance, like, Steve. Uh, I'd Chris, want to kill my mom if she was doing that. Sure. <laughs> but maybe you probably know more about the story. But I heard like that Stephen King was having a fight with his daughters or something. And he went in and wrote The Shining, right? Or something. Or, I don't know. That's news to me. Okay. Yeah. So. Might be true. I, I think it was The Shining, or maybe I think it was The Shining. I want to say maybe Pet Center, but I think it was The Shining. He was he was having a big fight with his kids, and out of that went in and wrote The Shining. Yeah, with all the angst and yeah, <clears throat> working. So, yeah, right. So so if I have that much angst, I'm writing a story about my fucking ex wife being literally destroyed. You for know? sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, with this guy, because he talks about write what you know, Phil. Yeah. The guy in the class, yeah. Well, I'm just doing what you told us, right? What, right? What you know, right? You know. So, <laughs> which I don't. But he's just so angry, he can't do you even prescribe to that because I don't at all. Like, write what you know. Like, no, well, you got one story then. You know, yeah, exactly. Uh, Your life story. So I can never write a character. Like, I always think of like Lucas and Star Wars. So he wrote what he knew. R- wrote what he knew. Did he? You know, like that's no, I, no. I he, like that. he, I hate that. That's one of the worst writers. He used the uh, hero's journey and basically painted by numbers because I put it in space and it was amazing. I'm saying, yeah, I, th- I think that. Like it annoys Write me. what you know does better for like Taylor Swift and and writing songs and stuff. <laughs> yeah, nice. But and but you can't things. isolate yourself just to what you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's like not want to write a story, it, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, so I heard. I, That's what research is for, know. right? Yeah, Come and on. imagination. Well, see, I think I'm you're saying that. that write what you know is like write write what you've been investigating. Write what like, sure. George Lucas he did that. Yeah, that, right. that he knew that, so he wrote that. He didn't write like me. I won't write a country song. Yeah, I, I sure. don't know how. Write what you know. I write heavy metal. Well, it's three chords and a repetitive right. phrase. Uh, you know. Well, <laughs> you know, no, I could totally write that, but I don't want to. Right, absolutely not. I don't know how to write a good country song. Because I mean, Lucas took the hero's journey right. and used every single one of those beats. But mm-hmm. the hero's journey doesn't say anything about androids and and space Wookies. or Wookies. So mm-hmm. you know he just plug and played, but he wrote what he knew, which was that arc. Yeah, right. So yeah. like you were saying, you sit down, you write what you know. You start with a guy, you put him in a situation. Yeah. You get him up the tree. You get him out of the tree. Yeah. Whatever right. it is. There you go. See, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You just plug and play, and then you develop the sure. thing. But a writer writes always and write what you know. Right. Uh, Except for Larry does not. Yes. Yeah. The setup here, angry, frustrated, maniacal at his ex-wife having stolen his story. His wife, a deceptive liar, femme fatale. Owen, a femme fatale of his own, his mother, his writer's block, both angry and frustrated at their situations. 
Uh, this is all sort of set up. Donner is right is a writing teacher. Owen, his student, his student's not necessarily a talent pool. I have so the you know <laughs> we got him again, didn't we, Dave? And and that's so <laughs> unfortunately that's so probably uh, true. Know, true. Yes. <sighs> uh, Go on Amazon and look at all these self-published books. Yes. Like, you know you can well, buy ten of them. You're gonna find eight of them that fucking suck. Well, <laughs> like I said when we were watching it. It, it makes it easier when you do have the internet to get the correct names of all the instruments on a submarine, but that drove me crazy. And then he pulls down the thing the and presses thing. the thing. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, it drives Again, me crazy every write time. Write what you know. If yeah. you don't know shit about a submarine, don't write about a submarine. Yeah, or or spend a shit ton of time reading about submarines, man. Yeah, uh, he went up and <laughs> pushed a button. And you, and I was sitting there going. They would be calling each other by their rank or by something else other than mm-hmm. well, Dave or whatever she said. We thing, got him, didn't we, Dave? And he said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we sure did, like three or four times. Now, here's the, here's, the, here's the paradox. People who aren't writers think, oh, anybody can write. I can write. Anybody can write. It's right. easy. Right. And so they come out with this crap. And anybody can write. But the mistake is thinking that there is not a skill set involved. Right. Oh, anybody could be a surgeon. You cut and pull stuff out. Okay, well, yeah. No, you, a combination of raw talent, good instincts, and fucking work. Putting I would, in know, the work. You, you know, you you, every, you get better at every story you tell, sure. right? So, it's and I would say you don't even need that much talent if you will just educate yourself about the mechanics of the story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know why there's this conception that there is no oh, I can me- do that. mechanics to a story. Right. Uh, because if the writer has done his job, it's hidden and you don't see it. But people don't see it and they think it doesn't, it's not there. But and, and that's why I have such a problem with scenes like this with Larry Donner sitting in front. I said, okay, you know, first thing I'm thinking, I'm screaming every time. And it's almost, I said, pick a theme, dude, and say that in every scene. Just go. Didn't yeah. we say the same thing in The Shining? It's like uh, Jack yeah. Nicholson's like, yeah, with his bullshit. Writer's work. Not yeah, writing. Right, right. Yes. Yeah, see, yes. it's, but it's a universal, just, because, because, okay, so. Writing itself is not something you can film and have be interesting. Okay. Oh, for sure. No, you got to have them crumbling up paper, throwing it, getting frustrated, yes. and saying the, the one line over and over. Yeah. I was thinking about that earlier. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and it's all in your head, right? So the guys that you're essentially, you're filming a guy sitting there thinking, yes. Which yeah, is, how boring is that? Smoking a cigarette, yeah. just ta 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 And he's in the zone. It's two and a half hours of just ta Yeah, yeah. Like smoking some more, not going to the bathroom. Yes. And, you know, so shows like Castle, writer. Okay. But, a castle and it's always a writer and he had to go be working on the police force because you cannot show this guy right like james is saying sitting right. around you know anyway the, the the actual craft of it is not entertaining no like Body adaptation is probably one of the few movies that tried to at least show it, what is it? adaptation of nicholas cage mm-hmm. it's one of the yeah you know because yeah like that scene where he's like all right and uh i don't remember what he said but you know the scene but and the night was mm, i'm hungry uh, <laughs> Blueberry muffin, yeah, blueberry. You know, right? You know, just <laughs> start trailing off. That's a little bit better than right. You know. Yeah. Uh, Stacy did say in her twenty minutes that she watched. Um, if I hear the night was one more goddamn time, <laughs> <laughs> right. and and Billy uh, Larry Donner does not want to hear it again. Yeah. I'm gonna kill the bitch. You know, I'm gonna kill the bitch. Uh, Donner Donner is obsessed to the point of distraction by his feelings toward his ex wife, affecting his current relationship with his girlfriend. Uh, Owen is obsessed with his feelings toward his mother, often homicidal. And then, like I said, his block internal Donner's and then uh, yeah. Owen's. How did business. he not sue his ex-wife? Because if he wrote that book and she published it. Well, see, here's the thing. There's there probably kind of no trail. Like it, it's yeah. a, a written paper manuscript. So you have the manuscript. You have the manuscript. And how are you going to prove that 
you typed it versus, whereas now, oh, check the IP address on the file or uh, I have six backed up copies. But you wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't have more than just one copy. You wouldn't have drafts and rough drafts. And then the editor might have looked at it before. Well, his editor said you haven't, you've, you've never written anything. So I don't know that he ever turned it in. That's yeah, what I was going to say. I don't think he ever wrote anything. Yeah, pasta. He just blamed He never wrote her. anything. He wrote that book. He, he wrote Hellfire or whatever. Hot, hot, fire. hot fire. I don't think he did. Well, I, think, I think he was going to and thought about it. Like, because later on, his buddy, I don't remember his name. Well, she didn't friend. write it. There's no, no way she wrote it. She is absolutely. Maybe she got tired of it. I think she, I think she stole think the she manuscript. Did. I think she did write it because just at the end, when with Owen, she didn't. he's like, oh, you wrote a story? Because he finally gets around and fucking writes a story, right? And then Owen wrote a story about their adventures, too. Yeah, but he yeah, goes, yeah. She goes, she, she's like, well, because I asked her in the interview, how'd you write it? And she's like, well, it, it was just easy. It was my life. He goes, that's my life too. It was our life or whatever. So they both had the same experience. Well, I wrote my life back. Yeah. Cause, cause she took his manuscript and now, now he's, but they both wrote off their experiences just like he does later with, cause it's yeah. all right what you know. Cause his buddy says when he's being interviewed by the police, uh, well, you don't think Larry did it? You don't think he killed his wife? Nah, man. Cause Larry never did anything. Yeah. 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 And when he comes in at the beginning to help him out, he's like, he's like, no, I've been writing. Oh yeah, what'd you write? He looks at the typewriter and he says, "Oh, the night was. You've been on the you've been on the night was since July." Well, you know yeah, I mean? but I, I, that's I, one of my I favorite that too. The angst for his like, yeah, because I, I thought I at some point he mentions not, manuscript. He, I, he's more of a hack than damn Jack in The Shining. This guy, yeah, that's kind of what uh, I was thinking too. Is like he hasn't written anything. Everybody, his breaking the three him. is finally fucking doing something in writing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, that's why he was so ahead. mad when you know again. Spoiler alert: Owen comes to him and says, "Hey, I wrote a book, and it's about me, Mama, and my friend." Oh yeah, like, he's ah! <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, he thinks this happened to him again. And I'm not saying he couldn't tell a better story, but I don't think he did, man. I think, I okay, think he I, I, wrote it. He might have been writing a shitty book at the time his ex-wife was writing. I, that, I just, right. I, I refuse to believe that she wrote anything. <laughs> sure, and happy because she stole it. I huh? think she stole it. Yeah, I, I, I think there's a line where he says my manuscript, though. I almost, I have to go back and watch, but yeah. he could have been delusional. Because how does he get an agent if he like? I've Even given his, you assignments, and you, you know, he hadn't and done you haven't done any of them. That's why he gets fired. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they were friends. So yeah. Whatever. Okay, all right. Yeah, because even they just you haven't done anything. All right, well... It's a writer that doesn't fucking write. Well, <laughs> yeah, but she didn't. I just know I cannot believe she wrote that. There's no way that character had the ability... Because she's a woman? Is that what you're no, saying, No, because Philip? she... Come on. Whoa, because whoa. she... I, because at some point... It, and he said, yeah, we got him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, his anger flares at the... All this is going to get cut out anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> It's just anyway, his anger flares at the slightest reference to his ex-wife. I hate her. I wish she was dead. As obsessed as Donner is with his ex-wife, so is Owen with his story and getting feedback, stalking Donner everywhere he goes. Did I come at a bad time when on the train or whatever? There's a, there's a, a a lot of setup, I think. And yeah, while I can label the beats, I think I was very surprised when I got to a certain point and the movie was almost over. You know, mm, right? Uh, at this point, Donner relents and gives advice on. Writing because Owen wants to write a murder mystery. Yeah, Owen was stalking him, kind of because oh, yeah. he was straight uh, up because Larry was dodging him. Yes, basically. Yeah, he he picked up his manuscript to to read it in class and then puts it, puts down, it down and then picks up a different one. Yeah, and, because yeah. he thinks it's just not good and well, he doesn't yeah. want to. He explains that the laundromat it was a it was a murder mystery with two characters and yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, to, and to maybe your point I guess about. Because, yeah, I feel like this guy's a writer hadn't written anything. He knows, he says enough to know story, right? And yeah. to coach Owen a little bit. So it's just. Well, you know. I, I hear you. I want to believe that he wrote a manuscript and she stole it. And that is what made him so mad. Well, how did he become a f- professor? I would have thought he would have had to have 
had yeah. something published. He or, probably has an English degree or literary degree. He said, uh, at, at some point, does he say he went to Yale or something? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah he did. He say that. Uh, but but to be a professor, don't you have to have something well, published? Community college. Yeah, not when you're teaching a writing class at community college. Yeah. Oh, well. You have a pulse and you show up on time, I think, the yeah. way you teach. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. know. Maybe maybe he was like uh, Raymond from Everybody Loves Raymond. Maybe he wrote I don't sports know. columns columns or something and, and was trying to write a novel. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Uh, Donna Relenson gives him advice on writing a murder mystery. They discover they have something in common, the mama and the wife. So that at that point, uh, and then we learn that Donner is dropped by his agent because Donner is unable to write. He sends Owen... Uh, to the movies to see a Hitchcock film, right? You like want to see a movie with me? No, no, Owen. I don't want to see a movie with you. <laughs> it's late, and you know, and yeah. his clothes in this movie, Billy Crystal's clothes, like he's got sweatpants on and shoes that are untied. The tongue's hanging out on these shoes, like it just. And he even has like a like a tank top on at one point, and then a jacket. I'm just like, what is going on with his clothes? Yeah, no, he's he's an eccentric writer. Yeah, well, he's yeah, yeah he's I guess. He's flopping his way through life at that point, I think. Right. Blaming his problems on other people, stealing his for stuff. Sure. Yeah, he's people to feel even sorry is for messing him. up the... Sorry, I mean, talk over you, no, but he's even on. messing up the... Because it seems like, like, I don't remember her name, the Beth is interested in him, but like, he keeps he fucking let her up. Go, yeah. yeah, every time they start to move forward, he brings up his fucking oh, no, ex. It's, and it's, it's, he's it's like, I'm out of here. It's yeah. in brush fire. Uh, yeah. Every time that you mention anything with his ex-wife, he is absolute crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I didn't, I guess, kind of dumb now. I didn't catch it like they're on a train earlier when they're making out and no one's oh, there. Yeah, yeah. Strangers on a train. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's true. Yeah. Throw them off the train. Strangers yeah. on a train. Yes. Uh, so creepy. They're and then you're reading the book in the little choo-choo that they could. <laughs> Did I come at a bad time? Yeah. And then when they're in the, when Donna and his girlfriend are in the bed, they're reading the choo-choo train book. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. There's their. Lots of trains. Train motifs throughout. All right. So at this point. I think the story starts to function on two tracks because Owen gets a catalyst first and has a break into two first. Owen, I think, is in the second act before Donner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because him don't. Yeah, the seeing the strangers on a train in yes. the crisscross. So like that's his his catalyst and gives yes. him the idea, and then going after Margaret just breaking into two. Yes, yeah. Owen goes to see strangers on trains. I'm calling this Owen's catalyst. And for Owen, I don't think there's any debate. He he sees that and is like, bam. Uh, there's no even second thought about it. He's on a plane to Hawaii no. next scene. My but, question is, where does he get all this money from? He's just hopping planes and traveling, and Hawaii's not cheap. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it was in 87. But he doesn't look like they're rolling no, in the money. No, he does not. Uh, he saw his coin they collection. They live in a big house. Maybe his coin collection is worth a lot. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know if he's got, if he's a caretaker for his mother, she very well could be drawing Social Security. and and. Well, maybe his father... Had money or something because the house is really big. Maybe, yeah. I I imagine she's got some kind of income and in that he's taking care of her and doesn't really have a lot of skills for anything else. But this movie is not about Danny DeVito's yeah. income, right? Wrong, wrong kind of movie, kid. <laughs> uh, not that kind of movie, kid. That's right. Fine. Yeah. Yes, Owen has this catalyst. No debate. Owen breaks into his act two first. He goes to Hawaii. So Owen flies into the second act into Hawaii, and then. Uh, breaking the two, Owen goes to Hawaii, the fun and games. So Owen has his catalyst, is breaking the two, and even fun and games uh, before Owen, before Donner does. Yes. You know. Yes. Uh, fun and games, Owen, his first attempt at murder, uh, some light reading and a sandwich. So he's at, at her condo in Hawaii. Gotcha. He just hides behind the couch and pushes the, the couch. phone towards her. <laughs> yeah. I love his, the, the shots of him when he, uh, he goes to... 
puts on his gloves as he's approaching her real slow and he just the way he oh. holds his hands out it's like a zombie he, yeah and he does it uh, later on in the boat too it's just it's really, really funny that's i was watching that i was like oh look the first screen appearance of oj's murder gloves yeah, right. <laughs> nice <laughs> that's why they didn't fit nice. they belonged to dan devito that's right, right. That's why they didn't fit. oh shit but yeah that's so good. the gardener comes in he has to hide behind the couch he's barking like a dog I yeah can I, I was like is he barking like what's going on here yeah. What is that noise? Is he barking like a dog? And then somebody makes a comment about it. Oh, I guess we should get his phone call. Yeah. Oh, that's but a, yeah, but I like how he's hiding behind the yes, couch. Yes, I know he does. He's hiding behind yeah. the couch. Yeah, you got to make a sandwich. Yeah, and they're... He's just hanging out in right. the place. He starts looking at the magazine that's on yeah. the... Uh, and then the phone rings. She can't reach it. Yeah. Pushes it forward. That's good stuff. No, a lot was, of good side gags. Good. Uh, yeah, that was good. Uh, his second attempt, a slow boat to Maui. You know, he tries to talk to her and she is not impressed. But uh, again, with the gloves, like you said, on the boat. <laughs> More than not impressed. She was like, fuck off. Like, yeah, you know, no, absolute. A, this is my first time to, nope, not doing this. Not, someone, Jesus. Uh, this little troll sitting next to me. Like, yeah. At that point, you're like, all right, this bitch deserves to die. No, I no? think I think she is totally entitled. And I think she I mean, she was just, that manuscript. She was just on national TV with Oprah Winfrey no, no, talking I, about her best-selling book. She's in Hawaii living her best life. She was really and, shitty on Oprah, though, too. Yeah, but yeah, I love Danny DeVito. And, but you know, if I was an attractive rich woman and this I'm not talking to you five right. foot yeah. guy came over here, yes, <laughs> yeah, but you're right. First James. time to Hawaii, you're this, right. Uh, I'm getting up and leaving too. You're right. Yeah. This uh, at least looking way. Oh, what, right. what's that on my phone in '87? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this device was used in Californication with David Duchovny. He had written this manuscript, and he sleeps with some young girl, uh, a lot of young girls he sleeps with, but he sleeps with this one, and she steals the manuscript and publishes it. Now she didn't write a single word, uh, but it's hailed as this new writer and mm. he's he's got issues or whatever yeah it's just back up your stuff and save it and yeah prove yeah. that it's yours right um yes so uh fun and games uh second time okay so donner passes now donner at this point is still stewing over his ex-wife and he passes out on the beach overnight his car goes dead still in his first act that's right. Yeah, he's drunk as a skunk on the rock as the yeah. tides coming he's in. He's asking yes. the rock for right Yeah, there, there, what oysters or shrimp out here that have yeah, that's be- what it is, not have, the rock. Sorry, yeah, have better lines, you know. Yeah, right. Meanwhile, she drops her. She's out on the on the yacht on the yes. boat. Yeah, on and the boat. we are led and, to believe that. She, yeah, she drops her earring and reaching over the uh, the rail. Even then, like again with his hands. Like he's got him, like he's gonna strangle her from behind, like he was earlier. And then when she she's bending over, yeah, like it was, they make a little sound effect. Like his hands go forward, <laughs> like it's from holding him up to, yeah. or I mean from holding him down to up, like yeah. so he could push her. Yeah, yeah. he goes whoop, <laughs> so, so silly. Uh, yeah, and that, and that, and, and I, I think people may judge this movie too hard because it is just silly fun. The yeah. whole movie is just silly fun. I I love it every time, but mm-hmm. uh, you know. Uh, Donner gets his catalyst. I call from Owen saying it's taken care of. Yep, that's what uh, I had. His that's wife what I had. is dead just like he wanted. You know, he, right. And then he discovers he has no alibi. Oh, and that's hilarious when the phone rings and Danny DeVito's in one spot. Okay, I got to go. And then he hangs up and then it rings again. And he's in a different <laughs> part oh, of yeah, the house. Oh, yeah, it's the whole shuffle. It's, a good sight gag, yeah. it's like there's a phone phone booth in the middle of a field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. It's oh, okay. yeah, you're right. Good. <laughs> Wait, I got to go. Click. <laughs> Ring. What Owen? Uh, I don't want to say, but I killed her. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. See, I mean, it's just good, good fun. Uh, all right. Now Donner has a debate. Owen does never does not have a debate. Donner does. Uh, Owen didn't kill her. Owen didn't kill Margaret. First, he's in denial that Owen even did it. Yeah. Uh, he did kill her, and I have no alibi. You know, so he, yeah. he's vacillating between these two points. He did, and he did. 
Uh, poor, uh, the, 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 poor Margaret. The slut! <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, now, there is this funny scene where he goes to his girlfriend, yep. and the dialogue appears to Beth as a may or may not murder. Uh, yeah, well, I like the, the one, I thought you were talking about the, the one where he goes to his friend, who's, I guess he's got a, a, oh, yeah, yeah. a, a woman over or whatever. It's Marcellus, right? Yeah. I don't remember his name. Yeah. The musician. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he goes in there and he's talking to him. And he's oh, like, man, you were here. <laughs> yeah, right. I was here. I was, There's no way I could have made that flight. And she goes, well, if you left it this time, and she yeah. starts breaking it all down. Just the guy's line is really funny. He goes, she's, she's punching holes in your stuff, stuff man. Yeah. <laughs> she was right. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know what he's talking about. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Just That's the way the guy friend. does it. Yeah. That's a She's good friend. Holes in your stuff, man. Yeah. I don't know. That one made me laugh. There's right. the then he goes to the, the door. Yeah. Then he goes, <laughs> right. On your way out. <laughs> but yeah, then he goes to Beth. Yes. Uh, and that whole conversation does nothing for his cause. Uh, I killed your wife. You have to kill my mama. Debate refusal will not kill his mama, Donner. Still debating, refusing. Uh, the whole you lied to me scene and we don't have a cousin Patty bang oh, I, yeah. I, I still dig that scene a frying pan <laughs> to the head yeah uh, with no place to go Donner bonds with Owen over some coins uh, would you say that seems pretty late for breaking into two for Billy Crystal this is still debate is it yes Donner uh, Donner breaks into two here in a few minutes oh my that's what I'm saying uh, Owen is oh, on yeah? I thought his breaking into two was deciding to go hide out with them because he doesn't have a debate and it's kind of weird, almost like having yeah. well, because the they run. have the big they have the big car thing and they crash and then after after that he's now at his house at Owen's house. I for yeah. some reason because uh, he's trying to hide, right? That's why I yes. wanted to pause real quick because my break into two again, not knowing shit about anything. Yeah. But break into two was right there on the beach when he wakes up and now it's he's in this upside down world yeah. of Owen's killed his wife, quote unquote. Now he's been challenged to do it. That's where I had it put. You know, I, I could it's, be totally um, wrong. Yeah, it, so I guess I'm looking for a decision. Yeah, you you, you have to cross the threshold. Yes, as a character, uh, so can't be something pushed ha- across the threshold. Typically, you don't want your main character dragged yeah, across. Yeah, you don't want them, like they can not land on their feet once they cross. Like they can go across and then you know, yeah. you know, and so so fumble, so it's very possible that you're fall, correct, but. and that the that Billy Crystal is forced into the second act. Well, because the guy has always something happened to him, right? So I, I agree with you that it was Owen calling him, going, "Hey, I killed your wife." Wait, what? I think I think that's you know, the call uh, to adventure, the, the yeah, literal call. Okay. Yeah, then the catalyst. Yeah, so, yeah. Because I'm just like uh, the second act seemed but he has weird. To, I couldn't he, place it. And the third act happens. He has to decide to act. So what is his decision? I felt like it was well, he, uh, deciding he, to hide with Owen, but you you said it was about to happen on your well, your notes. with no place to because all his students in a few minutes will tell the same story. Yeah, he said, yeah. and then he said, I. I hate her. I wish she was dead. I hate her. I, mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know that he can go hide out with them. Plus he's been bonding or had more interaction with Owen lately. Right. So it seems like a natural place. Plus Owen said he killed his wife. So he goes over there and now he's being hunted by the cops. He doesn't want to go back out. So I, I guess I understand logic wise why he's at Owens. Yeah. But, uh, she, ke- he keeps saying, you know, you've got to do it. Uh, you've got to kill her. I can't. He keeps saying. Mm-hmm. Owen at his wit's end. So Owen now freaks out and he says, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, and, and moves to go kill his wife. And Billy Crystal or Larry Donner stops him. And to, and, and it seems like to calm him down. He says, I'll do it. I'll, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. And so at that point. And if the whole movie is about crisscross and killing each other's, you know, mom and, yeah. and wife, then yeah, I guess him saying, I'll kill your mom. I guess that is a, yeah, I'll do a break. I'll do it. And, yeah. and, and, and yes, and, and is given the plan and, and, and stays at the house to do it. Now, at some point, he doesn't do it, yeah. but this I think is 
starts getting into the fun and games. Yeah, that makes more sense, I think, as a, as the break into two, like you were saying. Now, yeah, because because when we get to the third act, it's even worse as yeah. far as these. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I mean, if that's the, and I guess that's kind of where I had trouble with the beats, too, because they, they're real weak. He still, like, debates the whole time after he's broken into two. Like, because, like, if he's truly, all right, I'm going to kill her, then fun and games could be him trying to truly kill her, and then she keeps, you know, inadvertently stopping him some, somehow or messing it up. Sure. But, but he stops himself because he can't do it. I'm going to kill her. But he just said that just to shut Owen up. He has no intention of killing her a, a lot of the time, I feel like, right? Right. Up until she gives him the right word. Yeah, at right the, at the, the end, third yeah, act, the right I think he's, at that point, he's on the lamb. Yeah, you know, you know, so he's he's off the rails at that, literally, you know, train mm-hmm. and all that. Yes, right. Uh, which we can get to. Um, Donner's breaking the two, joining Owen in the act two. So I think at that point, now they're both talking about the murders. You know, the, yeah. Um, so some some of the so at this point, the fun and games that I have because Owen has been having some fun and games, but now they can both have them together because he has joined him in the second act. Donner's girlfriend and students tell a consistent narrative. Then he said, "I hate her. I wish she was dead." You you see these being interviewed over and over again. Owen makes plans for Donner, Donner on the ledge, Owen to the lane. So he's going bowling, puts Larry out on the ledge, which he's not up for. Uh, <laughs> cop, now, now, the cops finally get around to interviewing Owen, a plan gone awry. Owen seems a little miffed that his mother is, that Owen, that he's still there and his mother may not be dead and looks like he's going to set him up yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he starts asking, he's hiding in the pantry, and he starts yes. asking the cops, hey, could you grab me the, the sugar or grab me yes. this? Yeah. Uh, seems like he's a little disappointed and angry. Uh, back to the lanes for Owen, so they decide a second plan. Uh, Donner wants to leave but can't. Uh, Owen has, and then Owen has mama killing fantasies at the bowling alley. <laughs> uh, now, uh, I looked this up and I couldn't find it anywhere, and, and probably they didn't want to reference it. I think Sharon and I both noticed it. The second attempt uh, at Donner trying to kill his mama, Owen's mama, Owen's mama says something absolutely racist. I don't know if you catch it. Maybe. Uh, when she's laying go, in Go the, ahead and say it, the, Phil. When she's laying. Loud and proud. Put it in the trailer. <laughs> Make sure she... This is when she's laying down? No, right no. When, the, when, uh, when Owen, uh, Larry is, is talking to her and they're walking and uh, he's telling her something, you know, about his... About Owen and blah, blah, blah. Uh, she says, get out of my way, you something bastard. Mm. Okay. You took out the good, you took out the best word. Yeah, I, I, you you know. took out the, the hinge point of that. Look, you <laughs> didn't write this movie, man. Okay. She turns to, you know, we had the, and I, I heard that and I've always heard it. And I thought, okay, well, this is an opportunity. So I rewound it and the subtitles came up and, and the it. subtitles will not print it. It says, Whoa. get out of my way, you beefhead. And I'm thinking, okay, well, this is a stranger in the Alps situation right here. Okay, uh, this is what happens when you take a stranger to the Alps. This is the yeah. subtitle that w- they will use for Big Lebowski when it's put on TV. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, when you fuck a stranger in the ass. Yes. Yeah. But, she, okay, so this is for educational purposes only. And I I don't and know you what... You can't not say now, because I guess okay, I didn't she says, get out of get out of my way, you black bastard. Wow. Yes, I was floored by this. Oh, that's right. She called Billy Crystal black. Yes, yeah, you black bastard. Like what? <laughs> what? And I guess I don't know if this was to portray her as heinous or and and despicable. Yeah, I think just despicable because obviously she was probably just giving him a tersery look and just yeah. with her bad vision just saw his hair. Yeah, and, I mean, so her vision's as bad as her yeah as her tongue. Yes, sure. Like as far but as she's an old racist. You know, not the not the actress. But the subtitles wouldn't print it. The subtitles get out of my way, beefhead. Yeah, beefhead. 
I did see that. I did see yes, that. Yes, crazy. And, I, and I'm like, that is not what she said. Uh, and and I, I tried to look it up online. The racist line in Throw Mama and nobody... Because well, the other one, uh, because it's a PG-13 movie, they obviously had to make it yeah. a little bit lighter. But the other one was the 20 women I'd like to pour. Yeah, oh, yes. Now, he says, he says the F word. Oh, yeah. He read his lips. That. Yeah. And he says F, but... It's poor. There's a voiceover, not subtitles. I mean, so they went back and overdubbed that yeah. to to pork. That's funny. And I meant to look at what the subtitle said because I thought it said something different. Yeah, I'd have to go back and look that, at that. That guy always cracks me up. What was what was your name? He's like, no, no, leave her alone. Don't, <laughs> don't even think like, about don't it. Don't even think about it. Yeah. <laughs> so keep swinging, keep swinging, Pinsky. <laughs> uh, now that's the only book to cut. Like during his interrogation, the cops are looking at this book. Right. Yeah, not even it, asking him. At the very end, the, his book had been published. Oh yep. yeah, yeah, it's he's, on the coffee table. It's yeah. a table book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's coffee table material for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, I, I had notice? to notice. I had to note that. I'm like, no, that's okay. crazy. I guess I. I now well, I guess I skipped right over. It. Didn't even. This is know, this goes it. to what Ebert was saying that it didn't realize its potential because it was meant to be a dark comedy, but it didn't. It pulled back at crucial moments, like scenes where you're talking about where Billy Crystal is really trying to kill his the you know Owen's mama, yeah, right. uh, and and having lines in there like that, you know, um, make it dark, like you're laughing but you're uncomfortable. That's a dark comedy, right? There's a movie called Very Bad Things, which I think really achieves this. That oh yeah, Very Bad yeah, Things. Yeah. Oh, make uh, I'd have to see it again, but I remember watching that and being like. Uh, you know, right? <laughs> it had Jeremy Piven in it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Christian Slater, Slater, yeah, Christian Slater, and Daniel Stern. Yeah, like at yeah. the end, they are fucked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just in a situation. Anyway, uh, anyone else notice that Mama sounds like Cartman from South Park? Like her voice and Cartman, yeah. are, they're the no, same. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen interviews with the actress of that one who plays that? Uh, I don't guess I have. She is well spoken and calm and very sweet. She had and throat cancer. Yes, she that. had. Yeah, we looked it up. She had esophageal cancer. Yeah. in eighty four, and she was still going through treatment. Yeah. Oh, for okay. the Goonies and everything. Yeah, because Goonies was we looked at Goonies was eighty five. Okay. So she got the cancer in eighty four. Oh. Anne Ramsey. Yes, yeah, that's her name. And then she died in eighty eight, and this was eighty seven. She won an Oscar oh, wow. for this movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, she because I saw her in interviews, and I'm like, wow, so that took part of her tongue away. To get rid of the cancer, yeah, oh and then it gosh. came back. Because uh, she, she really like she as despicable as she is, she is one of the draws. Of so you're saying you saw interviews and she doesn't talk like that? No, no, right, Sharon? Didn't we see? Well, she spoke more proper. It yeah, yeah, she was very, very. Because I thought she talked like that because she missed part of her tongue, right? Wow. Because um, in Goonies, she sounds the same way. Yeah, she was talking about. Was she talking about Goonies character? She's talking about this character, right? This character, but I mean, she may have still had a little bit of that like rough she's... sounding, but. But still, she didn't like. Yeah, no, I mean, it was it was not near as rough as this. Do you want to feel really old right now? <laughs> okay. Anne Ramsey died when she was fifty nine years old. Yeah, I would have picked her way older. Yeah, yeah. She looked a lot older. How old are you, Philip? Uh, not not fifty nine. <laughs> <laughs> Double nickels. <laughs> but see, I'm just like the way that we view age, like. 59, man, that's... Oh, my that God. Ain't, well, at 28, you're like, 59, oh, my God, how's right. she even... Yeah. I hope 50, I'm dead before then. Yeah, at 55, well, yeah. It always, I always think it's funny that... I wonder if The Who still does that song, you know... Hope I die before I get old. The kids are right. I hope I die before I get old. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, they don't. No. <laughs> Pete Townsend's completely deaf. Yeah. Uh, now he's just saying, Who? What? Yeah. Who are you? Yeah, who are you? <laughs> uh, 
Yes. Yes. Um, You're welcome. That was a slow burn joke. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, she 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 takes the now, and but but like I said, at that point, I think the movie does pull back and doesn't get as dark. So that I think is a legitimate beef. Although I really enjoyed this movie for what it is. So had it been darker, maybe it'd been more fun. I don't know. Uh, I'm uh, we're coming up on what I'm calling a midpoint false victory. And this is always a point of contention because this these are tricky. So what did you have a midpoint that you were able to identify either one of you? I guess when Owen thinks he kills Mama with a trumpet was a false victory. Yes. If they're trying to kill her, then that's what it is. Yes. But it like occurred to me way after the fact. Like, yeah. I'm watching it and I'm like, shit. Like most of these beats are empty. <laughs> like as right. I'm no, movie, I, I had to go back and one line. Think you know. about it again and go, all right, all right, this is yeah, know. that's what I was thinking. Why didn't he just do that to begin with? Right. Right. Just well, play. I think he's I think he does because he he wants like he has these fantasies, but he always feels bad about it to where even to the point where he's got the scissors in his hand. Like Sherry was like, Oh my god, he actually had the scissors. Yes. But yeah. but these these are are fantasies that are beginning to affect his real life, but I still think he's pulling back from that. And 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 now we learned that that uh, Mrs. Donner fell off the boat, and he never actually killed her. Mm-hmm. And and Owen knows he didn't kill her. Has to unless unless he thinks he did push her. I don't know. He, he saw her go over. Yeah, and he was going to push her. So there is some confusion about whether he knows he actually killed her or knows he didn't actually kill her, and now just wants Larry to kill his. I think he knows. You know. Yeah, I think he knows he didn't kill her, right? Because he, he saw her fall. Because she fell over, right? He never touched her, I don't think. And she fell over, and he just went back and goes, "All right, well, that was easy because I didn't have to do shit." And I'm gonna yeah, go back and tell. Yeah, yeah you I'm know, gonna go I, back and tell Larry. Yep, you need to come on. Yeah, yeah, mom. Yes. Well, if I could go back and give him some advice, it was what 1987. Yeah. I'd be like, dude, go get Slayer's "Rain and Blood" album, yeah. put it on twelve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just rock out, and your mom will stroke out. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> She'll freak out and just go. If the trumpet did it. Yeah. Rain and blood will definitely do it. I got you. She's always slapping him in the face. Oh, the slaps. <laughs> so maybe she's already a fan of yeah, Slayer. Yeah, that's oh, true. They, they look she already real. has that album. Uh, midpoint false victory. Owen kills his mama, so he thinks, is what I wrote. Yeah. All right. Bad guys clues in. I have one line. Mama is not dead. She's not a woman. She's the Terminator. So this is where I have, if you're going to have a bad guy close in, it's mama's not dead, you know? Right. Uh and that's pretty much what I had. All is lost. I have as a false defeat if we're doing a false victory. Mm-hmm. Um, Mama recognizes Donner and they are forced to flee. So he now he has to leave. I'm, I guess if this is... Oh, because now he's a suspect and yes. she knows, oh, he's in my house. Yes. All right, yeah, mine are a little bit different. I have the uh, mom recognizing him as a suspect as part of the bad guys close in. That could be. I, I could see that. Because for me, the all is lost. And again, it's a false defeat, but it's when he finally, because he doesn't really want to kill her, when he finally gives in, when she goes, the night was sultry. And he's like, I'm going to kill the bitch. Like, you know, he finally gives <laughs> in. It's like, yeah, I'm going to kill her. Word. Yeah, see, I have that as yeah. the dark night of the soul. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're hitting around it, but yes. And it, and it, and around they, it because they're a mess, but they yeah. are absolute mess. Because the movie has got like 10 minutes left at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. It's some quick storm in the castle. Yeah, right. Uh, dark night of the soul. He's on the run, but. Unfortunately, he's on the run with Owen and his mama. So now he's stuck with these two that... I have no idea where they came. I don't either. What? All of a sudden he's, you know, because he, she chased him out of the house. He runs out of the house. Yes. Right? Which she, because you know, she recognizes him or whatever. Murder, murder. And then he runs out of the house. 
And then they're and then they cut to he's on the train going to Mexico, Mexico. But then they're with him. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, how are you gonna throw Mama from a train if she doesn't get on the train with you? <laughs> well, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, the night, the night was, was an actual, the night was moist. Okay. That was an actual meeting with Danny DeVito. Well, we gotta get Mama on the train so we can throw well, her from it. Sure. And but but Mama is subject to these rants and then like totally forgets she had the rant and then loves Owen. Uh, you know, he's fat and he's stupid. Oh, Owen, you, my boy, my sweet boy. You know, so. She could totally be. I'm gonna call the police. We got a murder in the house, and then five minutes later, riding on a train with this guy, like with Owen's friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I probably got mental, you know, lapses. You know, I don't know. She looked pretty mad. Well, when she was sitting there. Yeah, she, well, she's mad about everything. You know. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, they're talking, true. and then yeah, because she sultry. Yeah. Like I mean, yeah, she, yes, like, she was sticking it to him. Yes, and I was sultry. You so know, maybe. Had Billy Crystal and Owen just befriended her and, you know, helped to have her co-write her their stories. Yeah. Maybe she could have, like, set them off with the right words. Like, the night was sultry. Here's some ideas, Owen. If she was more supportive, yeah. maybe they could have both benefited from some great books. No, I think Larry wouldn't have written anything and she would have sold his story. And, and she has a hit, a, hit, a hit book, you know? Yeah, because yeah. she could have been like, Mama, what is the night was? She'd be like, sultry. She'd be like, oh, I'm going to buy you a house. That would have been such a nice yeah, story. Sure. <laughs> Otherwise, she's just a bitch. I'm oh my god! Uh, You're gonna cut all this out, aren't you? No, no. It's, that's, this is good. So, it's, uh, let's move on. Uh, well, Dark Knight of the Soul. So this is uh, what I have, and and I think Chris is probably right where he has it. But on the run with Owen's mom, the night was sultry. I'm gonna kill the bitch. Want anything? Get me a chunky. I love that exchange. Yes. Uh, in pursuit of Mama. Owen in pursuit of Donner. They both relent and save Mama. Mama throws Donner. Mama throws Donner from the train. And then Donner is cleared by the reappearance of Margaret. But he is still obsessed. So I think he's still in his dark night because he is still obsessed having these dreams of strangling her. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. now that is probably one of the darkest moments because in that scene, Billy Crystal is strangling her and he's got the look. I mean, to me, that 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 almost is out of out of pace with the rest of the movie, out of that movie, that scene is darker than anything else in the movie to where it looks like almost a homicidal scene, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I have, and, and at that point, he's still in the throes of writer's block and angst and hatred and mm-hmm. until he can cross over from that, he's still in the second act. Or, yeah, he's in the hospital yeah. with a broken leg, having fallen from a moving train and he's still bitching about his ex Yeah, yes. And then his his roommate. Uh, yeah, I can't take any more yeah, of this I can't shit. Take, take it. it. I'm going to leave you. <laughs> right. Uh, I think that's his dark night to me. Yeah, I think I think that's in the bed, bitching and moaning. That's what I have because I had the high tower surprise as him coming and saying, "I wrote a book too." Ooh, that is good because I didn't even this guy. Look at this guy. That's that's brilliant. I didn't even have that. I did not have that at all. I was like, "That's not it." Thanks. Awesome, James. Awesome, later. (laughs) Mic drop. Because uh, that's what he's like. Oh my god! Yeah, because he's breaking the threes, writing the book or whatever. That's his attacking yeah. the castle, yeah, the castle, sure. and then the, yeah, James is totally right. And the high tower surprise is fucking Owen yeah. in his book. Yeah, I see. I didn't. I didn't even at that point. I'm like, I well, have no high tower surprise. Left, no, yeah, I don't have shit. So yeah, yeah, I just, just keep worshiping me. It's cool. Sure. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Donner is still. We're ahead. A couple more weeks, and this will be James's. Just right. Donner is still obsessed with Margaret. Has fantasies of killing her. Now breaking the three. Here go. Here's James' point. Seeing his hatred is finally hurting himself, he has a breakthrough and bangs out a novel, re- gets reacquainted with his girlfriend, and is now actually on friendly terms with Owen. 
Yeah, and I don't know if they meant this, and I just thought about it as we were talking about it. Like, he falls out of the train, right? And you don't see where he lands, but theoretically, he falls right out of the middle of the, the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he probably landed on the tracks, right? Right. So he's back on track now. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I hear you. I think you're reaching. Where's no, the no, bell? I think you're, ding, giving, ding, you're crediting ding, ding, the ding. movie maybe with too much <laughs> intelligence at that point. I mean, that's good. Yeah. And Danny Judo would probably take that all day long. But I don't, you know. Anyhow, as you were. Uh, Owen's block has been removed as well. Natural causes. Donner has a momentary setback, uh, but it passes. Now, now, this led me to believe that maybe Donner probably needs to get some anger management if things are going to set him off, because he, he immediately goes back into that rage mode. Mm-hmm. He's going to have setbacks as a writer. You're, you're going to write something. We, we do this all the time. Come up with this idea for a script, maybe even write the script or finish the script, and then two weeks later... Oblivion will come out with Tom Cruise, right? That's, that's the one. That's the one that always goes in my head when, yeah. you, when that kind of shit happens. That's always the one. We wrote a movie much better than fucking Tom Cruise's Oblivion, and, and then here it comes was too similar. So very, yeah. Uh, so that's going to happen. So we lost. But he's ready to kill Owen. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and to your point, if he truly did write that manuscript and she literally stole it, he just, you know, and he was, you know, all this writer's block, all this things, all this bullshit. He finally got back to writing again, wrote and what he thinks is a good story. Then here, Owen, yeah, I wrote a story too. Yeah, maybe I'm exactly. sitting on that guy too. Write what you know, and <laughs> yeah. that's Owen's story too. Sure, sure, and but he, yeah, that's what leads me to believe about the ex-wife was that was her story too. So she wrote it, right? But anyway, anyway, we're past that part. Yeah. Sure, I, but it's a children's book. Yeah. Yes, yeah, but it's yeah. pop up, it's oh, pop up book. So nice. that was the the greatest thing I've ever seen, or whatever it was. He says, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And instead of killing her at the end, we go on a picnic. Yeah, right, <laughs> <laughs> kill picnic, whatever. Uh, final image, an unblocked, successful author on a beach earning 20%. Uh, rain at the beginning. Now, at the beginning, there is rain outside his window. Yep. Here he is on a beach uh, full of sun. Uh, the end. You ever seen a weeble wobble like that? <laughs> yeah, is that the, what he the, says? The throwaway lines, yeah. yeah. The, you know, with this book, you get a free balloon. Right. <laughs> Go out there further, Owen. Maybe somebody will harpoon you. Yes. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, and I think that's straight up Billy Crystal at that point, you know. Yeah. Um, He's hilarious. Yeah. So, and, and then at the end, I wrote, "Well, what does this do with the problem or buddy love? What did we decide on, buddy love? I think we said on buddy love. I think so. An incomplete hero, a counterpart needed to make their life whole, a complication that is keeping them apart, even though, and I, I don't uh, keeping them apart. Maybe they are friends at, at, together at the end. So uh, mm. these are the two that that are circling each other who are joined at the end or whatever. Well, yeah, because like on the complication, it talks about it could be a misunderstanding, which I feel like that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna kill you. You know. Yes. Crisscross. Crisscross. All right. That's what I, so that's, that's uh, Throw Mama. I think we got into We have gotten off track a little bit. Right. Nah. Yes. Want to do the pass, consider, recommend part? Yes. Yeah, we can do that part. At least I didn't get to make my train wreck joke. At least it wasn't a train wreck. Oh, right. Now we're. Not yet. All right. (laughs) Pass, consider. All right, Sherry, this was your pick. You want to start us off? Oh, I recommend it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know. I just always, always enjoyed watching it. Yeah, it's uh, I, 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 yeah, I guess no, I, I, I'm, I like dark comedies. Yeah, sure. And and uh, you know, had it gone darker, maybe it wouldn't have been as much fun. I don't know. I mean, I yeah, it'd been too much of a swing. I think. Yeah, because. Uh, so we 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 think it's weak at some points on the beats and this kind of thing and and it is and it's got, and it's got flaws I think uh, Ebert is probably right. However, at the end of the day, I have bought this on every format it's been out on, to include VHS I think, 
uh, own it on digital, own it on, on DVD or whatever. And I enjoy it every single time I watch it. So can a movie be flawed but still serve you in the way that it was meant to? And I think yes, because I love the shit out of this movie. And I feel good and laugh every... We're laughing now, just talking about it. So I think it's important to know the mechanics, yes, to write a story. But if you can entertain and bring some value to your audience, I think they'll forgive a lot. I forgive a lot about this movie. And one last thing I will say... I always love Owen loves his mama. Yeah, Owen loves his mama. Owen loves his mama. Yeah. yeah. I love you, mama. Because yeah. yeah. I say that about our cat. Quigley loves his mama. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just imagine living in a house like that. Of, <sighs> Owen loves his mama. See, like, it's like plague. <laughs> You're being bullied on a playground by your mother. Under your mother, yes. Right. And then physically abused in some cases. <laughs> Slap. Jeez. Those slaps are not. Like, I don't think she pulled back. No, she really hit him. Yeah. I was like, DeVito has to be saying like, okay. You know, don't hold because those are no. He said, "Don't hold back." She didn't want to hit him. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah this, it sounds him. like hitting the side of beef. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's got a big head. <laughs> Cows. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I totally total recommend. Uh, it's a. I, I think it's a fun movie that I feel good about every time I watch. Yep, I agree. Totally recommend. It's just a one of those classic movies that. Yeah. They're great. It, it's it's. It's light on content, but it is high on flavor. It's like eating a sweet piece of candy or a chocolate chip cookie, man. Yeah, it's you a know. good Danny DeVito, Billy Crystal vehicle. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go with a, uh, be the odd man out here and just do like I consider, I guess. Um, yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, I didn't like it as much. I like. I probably laughed more here in this podcast than I did actually in the movie. Really? Um, yeah. Um, consider it if you're you know, a Billy Crystal fan or even Danny DeVito. Um, but yeah, outside of that, all right. it was just all right to me. Okay. I guess you you said that you could forgive it for a lot. I guess maybe I found where I couldn't. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I, I can see that. Like I, I recommend this movie because of the baggage I bring with it. Right. Like yes. It, it's just, it makes me happy. Yeah. Like right. A lot about this movie just makes me happy. So yeah, that's where that's coming from. And, and Ebert liked it, but he, he, I read his review and he was not thrilled by it. He thought right. it was disappointing in a lot of ways, you know, whatever. Cool. All right. All right. Okay. Well, that that is throw mom from the train. Owen loves his mama. <laughs> That's right. But trying to write and someone interrupting you and having murderous thoughts about killing that fucking person—that is definitely true. We got him, didn't we, Dave? And he said, "Yeah." <laughs> if I hear the night was one more goddamn. Night. <laughs> I don't want to say, but I killed her. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Poor Margaret. The slut! <laughs> Go ahead and say it, no, Phil. She's laying loud and proud. Put it in the trailer. <laughs> it pulled back at crucial moments, like scenes where you're talking about... Yeah. Well, how are you going to throw mom from a train if she doesn't get on the train with you? <laughs> well, with you. Sultry. Natural causes. And instead of killing her at the end, we go on a picnic. Yeah, right. <laughs> Cows.